0: i'm here talking to kendall i'm here talking to annie we are still talking about the abuses the kids suffered at saint joseph's orphanage in burlington vermont part 2 content warnings are for child abuse child sexual abuse and kendall tells a nun to get an abortion you can follow us on instagram at tell no one podcast or drop us a line at tell no at gmail.com sources are in the show notes everything's alleged but this is definitely tell no one Um, we're we're at Fred now. All right. Fred Adams was the janitor at the orphanage in the 40s. Freddy Krueger type weird shit. This is unbelievable. Well, they're attracting a certain kind of employee, you know? For sure. For sure. So during his time working there, he sometimes wears a Boy Scout uniform. So you know where this is headed. He sometimes wears a Boy Scout uniform while working as an adult man. With boys. He's in the boys' side of the orphanage. I'm sad, man. Well, I'm just like, so don't act... Why are you acting brand new when you find out Fred's been diddling? Oh, right. You know what See I mean? Like, right. So he tells one boy, one day you'll go to battle for America and you need to be able to tolerate torture if captured. You're talking Vietnam? Well, we're in the 40s, so that they're, the war is very real to them. You know what I mean? So he then ties the boy up and hangs him from the ceiling. What? He then... Ties a string to his penis Oh, this is getting sadistic It's getting b- I know, I know, I know <laughs> But like when people talk about like tying things to penises That's when I'm Yeah, then you're like it's it's like is- when we're getting like a certain kind of torture Yeah, like you're the toolbox killer, brother Yeah So as he pulls on the string, the boy swings back <laughs> literally just too awful to say it's like did stephen king write this <laughs> yeah all right as he pulls on the string the boy swings back and forth and <laughs> oh, that's not good fred okay i can do it as he pulls on the string the boy swings back and forth and smacks repeatedly into a hot light bulb that was hanging behind him <laughs> Like, like just to clarify, he pulls on the string that's attached to his penis. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's flopping him around by his is, penis string. He's like a pendulum. And then he's on top of that, he's hitting a hot light bulb. Yeah. He's getting light bulb burns. Uh, what? This is unheard of. Like, this is never before, never before seen <laughs> kind of horror show. Like, yeah, this is scary to me because it's not just, it's like not a few bad apples. Like, this is like, oh my god this is the fucking man's inhumanity to man absolutely he tells the boy you can't say anything to jeopardize your fellow man this is definitely gonna happen to you it already (laughs) did brother he goes he tells him like you're you're learning yeah i'm learning something all right i'm learning a lot about you fred (laughs) about the world oh my god (laughs) um i cannot believe it I cannot believe what I'm hearing. Okay, it is hard to believe, huh? The janitor's doing this. Yeah. So ugh. we're free bitch. It's truly like come one, come all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the like logistics of like, hey, do we have a kid who's missing and he's somewhere with Fred right now? The janitor for like hours. Only like, faculty is allowed to beat church officials. Church officials only. Okay. You know how uh, anything that is run by like priests and nuns, there's a Monsignor. Yeah. And he's like in charge of the whole show. Yeah. So Monsignor Edward Foster remembers um, a young boy, Roger Barber, who we remember because he was the boy who in the meeting talked about a nun telling other boys to rape him. Oh, shit. So Edward Foster remembers uh, Roger coming to him um, with his bum burned so badly he couldn't sit down. Um, or Edward Foster says he can like remember the image of it in his head right now. And it was like one on each cheek, like one clear burn on each cheek. Oh. And he asked the boy how it happened. And he said, Fred did it to me. He burned me and burned me with a light bulb. He burned me and burned me. Yeah. And remember the pendulum? Yeah, I do. He loves the light bulb. That's sick. Fred is sick like nobody so, else. So, was the Monsignor like a good guy? At the end, I'm going to talk about a few where-are-they-nows. <laughs> we'll, we'll just like uh, <laughs> what has been revealed throughout the years. Okay, and, and, cool. Because uh, they have a new Monsignor every few years, I think. Okay. Some good, some bad. All right. Uh, Sherry Eustace was a the kid there, and she remembers in the middle of the night... Eva would sometimes get her out of bed to um, keep her company during her like hallway checks throughout the night. Mm -hmm. And then one night they're doing that and they hear awful screams and Sherry follows Eva to a room where two nuns are hovering over another nun in the bed. Not not biblical hovering, not like apparition hovering. (laughs) Um, The nun in the bed has her legs up and wide open and a little black baby is coming out. Ew. But if you're if you're a kid, that alone you'd be like, I'm gonna drop again. <laughs> nun <None laughs> is giving like what is this? Did oh, Ryan my. Murphy design this? <laughs> the next day Sherry's in the nursery and sure enough the little baby is there, sweet and tiny, and then a nun comes in, picks up a pillow and puts it over the baby's face. The baby flails its arms and legs at first, but then it dangles. Why even do any of this? Like why put why not kill it immediately if you're gonna kill it? Uh, I don't know. And why not a her? They can't do that. I mean, they can't have babies either. Uh, people will see a nun walking into like a clinic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has be like, I'm here to yell at p- whores. Yeah. <laughs> Can you sneak me in at noon? Sneak- <laughs> All right. Um, Sherry remembers that she told the orphanage's social worker about the whole thing. And not only does the social worker not help her, yeah. but um, she must report it back to the other nuns that this kid said this because um next thing sherry knows that same nun from the nursery walks in and fucking hits her across the face guys this can't be how we like solve things right okay clark was molested by a priest he would force clark to let him hold his penis while he peed and then the priest would tell him little boys have bad aim freaky behavior (laughs) freaky shit what the fuck Do you want to hear another vomit story? Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> not really. Well, it happened to Clark, too. He sometimes the nuns would make him eat blood sausage, and he did not like it. And he'd vomit it up sometimes. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. And they would, you know, lap it up. Sure as shit, tell him to lap it up. Father DeVoy. One of the rewards for being good uh, at the orphanage was an activity called Serving God, so you got to serve Father DeVoy his fucking meal at night. He had his own rooms in his own living area. And Sally remembers she tried really hard one week to be good and she got to serve God. She brings him his dinner. She turns to walk away and he puts his hand under her skirt, pulls her underwear down, touches her bum and tells her that she has cute buns. Oh, boy. Um, and he tries it again. and She spills soup in his lap. I think just because she's like, ah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> So, how can there be so many this of them? Many child molesters in one place. Uh, sounds like, I mean, they're attracted to the environment, right? Yeah. Probably. yeah right, right, right. They're going like pretty unchecked, you know? What right. I mean? Like, they. F- do you want to have free reign with a bunch of k- children? Yeah. I think, like, I mean, think about how much molestation happens and, like, with kids who have parents or right. people who they can turn to. Right. Or an orphanage is like free reign over children that, yeah. that no one is going to come talk to. You know oh what I mean? Like, literal fuck. So, when she's talking about that in her deposition, yeah. and the lawyer for the church is talking to her about it, oh, yeah. he goes, Will you agree with me that a grown man, an elderly man, a priest? Okay, well now we're like elderly. Yeah, a dead man. A dead man. <laughs> could pinch the behind of a little girl without it constituting, quote, sexual abuse. Oh. What was there, if anything, about the way Father DeVoy grabbed your behind that constituted sexual abuse? Um The so way he said nice buns and raised his eyebrows and gave me a wink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm reading too much into this. <laughs> she goes, I don't know, but like, I just don't think it was right to do that to a kid. Right. Duh. Duh. He also questions her about the boy she saw um, thrown out the window. huh. <sighs> he goes how do you know it's not your imagination how do you know anything isn't you fucker? and she's crying and she goes because i still see that boy like in my head so there's one man who alleges that that father devoy took him to hotel vermont in the 40s and abused him there on the roof as the sun set are you kidding Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, my God. Forgive me, Father, but you are gross. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Come oh Hotel Vermont. Mm-hmm. He dropped a pretty penny to do that. Yeah, he did. <gasps> um, all right. People who are deposing him are like, sure, sweetie, we don't believe you. This um, article she was able to find in, in the archives of the Burlington Free Press, which only came available online recently, she finds the 43 article, which reported an unheralded visitation by Father DeVoy at that fucking hotel at the meeting of the Catholic Order of Foresters. That is so, crazy. So, with a quote with a boy from the orphanage. So... He is abusing a boy on the roof. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, there's a convention happening in the fucking main room of the Catholic Order of Foresters, yeah. which exists. Which exists. And so he comes down with this boy and they're like, uh, Father DeVoy? Yeah. And he has to tell them, oh, I, I brought him because he's so interested in forestry. So that's why we're here today. And then they put that in the paper. How crazy. They put it in the paper. Whatever, man. I, you. They were probably like surprise pa- appearance by Father DeVoy with a the boy. They are. They're like... A visitation. And I think the whole point of her finding that is just to say, like, they were at that hotel on that day that he said was... Like, isn't that... Interesting? Crazy, Yeah, exactly. That we have definitive proof of that? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. She must have shat herself when she found yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some more, like, weird... I don't know. Like, some people are so committed to saying that they had a good time at this fucking orphanage. Which is so strange. Yeah. So one woman... Who was so fond of the mother superior that they stayed in touch for years, recalled that she was made to slap herself in the mouth. She said it was because she talked too much. So she was like, I deserved it. I talked too much. Girl. Girly. Um, being hit with clappers, said another woman, made her a better person. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> a man says that same thing was what he deserved. Being right. hit with like erasers. They're far, far gone. Yeah. One person said her sister was shut in the closet but like, i hated that bitch <laughs> <laughs> and one man says his brother wasn't actually sexually abused by a worker at the orphanage because after all the man had only attempted to touch his genitals but had not succeeded <gasps> just out of reach mr <laughs> mcg <laughs> oh, get you no. next time no 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 just and it's of- like my brother, like, is telling my story. Like, this is my truth, bro. Yeah, and I'm sure that man is like, I was certainly yeah, touched. Yeah, it's not up to you. Um, She also put into this article... Uh, how would I say it? Something by um, Bessel van der Kolk, a Harvard psychiatrist. He or they testified that people like sally and her fellow orphans are doubly hurt by the original abuse and then by the litigation he said he saw 400 to 500 new cases of trauma every year including the victims of rape war and natural disaster but he had never met a group of people who hated themselves as much as burlington's orphans yeah because they're not only being abused they're being like explicitly told like it's because you're inherently bad yeah that is kind of a trauma. special bad yeah Sister Fernand de Grasse describes herself as a lively nun who liked to sing and play guitar. She thinks she is Maria Von Trapp. (laughs) She describes herself as a lively nun. Shut up. She says she has no problems with the kids and never had touched anybody in anger. But this uh, lawyer shows her records he had obtained showing she had hit a boy once so hard he was sent to the hospital (gasps) she had been sent away the same day to receive counseling from a psychiatrist in Montreal which at the time that this happened hitting kids was like normal so for her to get fucking sent away he must have been fucked up yeah And to a psychiatrist, Mm -hmm. like, they're like, you're really fucked because it wasn't like everyone had a therapist. (laughs) Hell no. She admits to it, but she says she only hit the boy on the bottom and the hips and the right arm. I only hit him all over. And she says she used a paddle and it only lasted a few minutes. You hit a kid for a few minutes? A beating. You didn't like hit a kid once. You beat a kid for a few fucking minutes, dude. With a paddle, yeah. With a fucking paddle. And she says the kid didn't cry at all. Oh, God. So were you trying to beat him till he cried? God. You fucking like, psycho. Because he's catatonic. Oh yeah, my God. he's like in shock. Yeah. She says she regretted it. And she, um. so yeah, she only used a paddle. But the doctor's note from that time reported the boy was beaten with both a paddle and a belt. <sighs> a lawyer for the church talks to one person because she was um digitally raped by a nun, which is like a confused. I know it's a weird phrase, but it means like a finger, you know? Yeah. So he asked her how far the nun had penetrated her. Quote, do you know whether she inserted her finger more than half an inch into your vagina? Uh, the woman had been five at the time. So oh she my couldn't God. tell. Oh my God. Couldn't tell you, David. I'm unsure. Um, Why? And like, and it means what? Like, and what are you do you? You're just making me cry, aren't you? Yeah. I think you're just like being awful. So people who watch this won't want to come up oh, here and do their own. For sure. For sure. But actually, like in what? fucking world what deeper inside you yeah. or a little bit inside? mean anything so you can else. put your finger a little bit inside a kid under half an <laughs> inch yeah i guess what are you fucking talking about david <laughs> what are you fucking talking about is his um, name david yeah so they also ask they ask one person if did you do anything personally to provoke being punched in the face by a nun I don't know, Dave. Like it was a long time ago. You know but what? like, what could I have done? He asked them, Do you have any belief that you were sexually abused at the orphanage? And they they must say yeah. And mm-hmm. he goes, And what is that based on? And the guy goes, It's based on getting hit in the penis with a paddle. Oh, <laughs> like what is it based on you want to hear it? you asked Dale Green gives a deposition he is 39 and very handsome and smart gifted- <laughs> <laughs> he was a gifted athlete and a top altar boy while he was at the orphanage in the, in the early 70s but today he has suffered a stroke caused <gasps> by like nerve and whatever the fuck from like his trauma what yeah so he he describes we got beat all the time for stupid stuff You had to do things you didn't want to do, or you were unable to do, or you had to eat things a normal person would not eat, Oh, (sighs) but because they served it, you had to eat it. And if you didn't eat it, you got beat, and if you got sick and threw up, you had to even eat your own puke. Now that ain't right. Now that ain't right. Now that ain't right. He tells them that he had been assaulted in his bed by a counselor in the boys' dorm probably 10 or 20 times. (sighs) They ask him over what period of time, and he's like, I I don't know, Like, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. And they go, did it happen once a week? And he goes, to me, I'd say it was more than once a week. Because they're doing it to all the boys, you know? Right. And they go, was it twice a week? And he goes, I'm not sure. And they go, but you think it was more than once a week? And he goes, yeah. Yeah. And they go, at least once a week, he'd come into you and want this done. And he goes, yeah. And then they go, so you think (laughs) he came in once a week and tried something with you? Might have happened 10 or 20 times to you. Is that accurate? Is that your best recollection today? And he goes, Yeah, he came in at least once a week, probably more. And they go, So if he did it 10 or 20 times, this would have lasted 10 or 20 weeks. Is that right? And he goes, It lasted a year or two. And they go, Then why only 10 or 20 times did he, if he, if he came in every week? Uh huh. He's like, it might have been more. right? And then he gets, in, he's annoyed. and He goes, I'm not sure how many times it was. I knew that it went on for years. As far as account count goes, I'm not sure. I have no idea. I mean, all I remember is he would abuse us. He'd abuse somebody every night, every single night that he worked. And as far as how often, I don't know. But it went on for years. And then they go, do you think it was a weekly event? Motherfucker, I just fucking told you. A weekly event. Oh my God. You're back to the weekly event thing. I just fucking poured my heart out. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just traps. These kids like spend years forcing themselves to not think about these things and forget this happened. So yeah, I'm hazy on my count. Yeah. For how many times I got like raped in bed at night. You fucking freak. Like I'm purposefully been trying to forget. And now you're making me not only remember it, but say it out loud many times. Yeah. As a man in the 90s. To strangers. Yeah. yeah. Probably videotaped. And people I know want to trip me up and want to not believe me, Uh you know? Mm-hmm. And even like, not even consciously, but like your little brain tries to protect you. So like his brain kept that from him yeah. for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like he made the conscious decision yeah. at any point, really. Like it truly was like, nope. And now he has to try to like access it again. Um, It's not going to be. Yeah. Still, Dale, Um, he <clears throat> says that he had seen all kinds of stuff and the, the defense of the church's lawyer says to him, you say all kinds of stuff, but can you tell me what kind of stuff you saw? Sure. He goes, it's years and years and years ago. You don't understand. This is fucking frustrating. Yeah. And they go, well, I understand that it is. And he goes, no, you don't understand how it is because you're standing there with a fucking tie on and having a fucking easy <laughs> life all your life and I'm the one, that went through all the bullshit in that fucking place. And now you're sitting there telling me that, to, what to do and asking me questions and telling me to be direct and bullshit like that. All He's right. right. Is he local? <laughs> I don't know. A lawyer asks him if it was true that the first time you ever thought about any of these things, any of the abuse you suffered at the orphanage, was when you found out you could get some money for it? Oh, come on. That's a trick. It's a trick. It's all tricks. And at this point, um he's at it. Oh yeah, he he pops off. <laughs> He goes, I answered that already. The same question I found out when I, when I found out that there was a lawsuit, I wanted to be involved in it. Not because I wanted to get money because I was going to go into finally straighten out that shit that happened to me all my life. It should not have ever happened. Mm -hmm. No one should ever be put in a child center and get beat on by some women. They don't even know. No one should have to be molested by some freaking counselor. And there's not a freaking court in America that would ever say that it's true that you should. I mean, you weren't there. I was there. It wasn't pretty. It was, was not a fun place to be. You got beat on every day for something as simple as talking to your own sister. And for a nine, ten-year-old kid, that's not right. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to be a hard ass here. Now, if I'm disrespectful, I'm sorry, but you guys are upsetting me. I mean, you don't understand what it was like in there. If you knew anything about it, if you have kids that were there, or if you had relatives that were there, you wouldn't be on that side of the table right now. Hmm. Oy vey, Dale. <sighs> It's hard to argue with. Yeah. Um, He also talks about how in the last few years it was open. It was like in the process of being shut down. So it was like not as strict and not as like... Oh, great. So by the time he's a teenager, um, he says at one time... there are so few boys in the dorm by now that he pulled a bunch of lockers into an L-shape to make himself his own bedroom. Oh. And then one time, Sister Gertrude got in his face when he was a teenager and he said, Hit me once, I'll knock your fucking head off. <laughs> Gertrude, <laughs> Gertrude, bitch. you fucking bitch. <laughs> so that's all from Dale. I'm sorry, Dale. The lawyer who's working for the people, <laughs> for the people, <laughs> <laughs> he talks about like what he went to visit it the the orphanage like or like you know the building and he says when he was walking through it was like eerie to him because he's Mm -hmm. looking like that's a confessional where i know from a story a young boy once told a priest that he that another priest had touched him Mm -hmm. and no one did anything oh yeah there is the freezing bathroom where a nun swung a girl by her back brace until she bounced off the walls oh god and then all the writing on the walls and all that shit Kids being like, "Help oh! us!" Oh my god! <laughs> a little haunted mansion tour. Mm-hmm. In one deposition, the former director of Vermont Catholic Charities confirms he was told about a volunteer uh, at the orphanage, a worker there who had engaged in, quote, homosexual activity with some of the older boys at the orphanage in 67. Mm. So, but they're in an orphanage. So, like, they're, they're children. Kids. So, I don't care if they're, like, 15. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, we let him go, and we told him not to come around anymore. That's all. It didn't go any further than that. Hey, get off my porch. Yeah, you just, like, we're like, hey, molest somebody else, man. So fucking weird. At least 11 and as many as 16 male clergy members who had lived or worked on St. Joseph's or Don Bosca, which is a boy's home on the same grounds. It was run by priests and not nuns. Great. So I'm sure it was cool there, too. (laughs) Um, So at least 11 or as many as 16 of the male clergy members working at those places had been accused of or treated for sexual assault of minors. Five regular people who worked at the orphanage were also accused or convicted of child sexual abuse. Fred. Uh, I have to believe Fred being one of them. I'm assuming from 1935 till 1974, five of St. Joseph's eight resident chaplains. Um, the priests who oversaw the orphanage have been accused of sexual abuse. (laughs) (laughs) uh... You're joking. So that means that, um, there were only three years in those last 39 of its operation that there was not, um, pedophile priest yeah. running the place. The calls are coming from inside the house. Right. Right, right, right. One man, Robert Catterett, um, who was there in the early 40s, says that Sister Claire tried to throw him through a closed window. She's watched to do that. They all want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> she broke the glass with his head, but because he put a hand out on either side of the window, no, she couldn't push him out. <gasps> and she tells him, you be a bad boy and I'll throw you out again. Bitch, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, he says that many years later, he crossed paths with her at, a, <gasps> at an aged care facility and confronted her. He recalled that she lo- had looked at him and remarked, oh, you're the one. I will poison you, bitch. Yeah, I'm an angel of death now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm getting a job here. at no, yeah. <laughs> The case that they've been trying to build this whole time really doesn't go anywhere. Damn, what? The church offers them each five grand to never talk about it again. $5,000. Mm-hmm. But it just, like, it just doesn't work. It's so hard to fight the Catholic Church. Uh, They have just, like, endless money and endless everything. And especially if, like... The actual perpetrators are like dead yeah. or like what are they going to do? And a lot of it came down to statute of limitations. Oh my god, that's yeah. right. So like one the woman who wrote the memoir, yeah. you know how you have a certain amount of years from the time if you have a recovered memory, memory yeah. you have a certain amount of years from the time you recover the memory yeah. to like do something about it and, and file or whatever. Yeah. And because of her memoir, which she wrote years prior uh-huh. for her children to understand what she went through, uh-huh. they're like, oh, so you remember this 10 years ago. So that is gone oh. now. We don't give a that you can't, the limitations is past. then. Yeah, and it's so hard to prove it anyway. Like, when yeah. I recovered this memory, like, they'll just, yeah. it's so hard to prove. Yeah, it is, like, impossible. Uphill battle. It really is, like, the fucking keepers. Mm-hmm. And I do think these people are, um, a lot of them are... Currently trying to get something going again because because of things like Spotlight and The Keepers, mm-hmm. people might believe them now in a way they wouldn't have thirty years ago. Yeah, you know? especially before. If it, this is before Spotlight, right? Yeah, yeah. So no. Oh my god. Yeah, it was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're yeah, Like priests are good. Yeah. Oh please. <laughs> um, the bishop published a letter saying, like, sorry. Mm. That's a- <laughs> sad. He just was like a sad face emoji. <laughs> He's like, if anybody has been hurt by a church official in any way, I'm heartily sorry. Thank you. That fixes you. it. But Sally Miller, another woman, not our regular Sally Dale, another, okay. another Sally. She goes and visits him. Uh, she says he told her that if modern day laws had been in place when he was a kid, his own father would have been charged with child abuse. And yet he had gotten over it. So why can't all of you get over it? See, what the fuck that got to do with me, though? They love to do that. Just because you hate yourself and you want to bury that and never work through it. And you don't want anybody to pay for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's So he says all that. And then she goes, they were just kids. Okay. Like it shouldn't have happened to them. Right. He goes, well, these nuns were just frustrated ladies. They didn't have children of their own and they didn't know how to handle them. So why were they handling them? (laughs) Frustrated ladies get to, like, throw kids out of windows? Not even, like... I didn't know. It's not, like, child (laughs) abuse. It's, like, torture. Yeah. It's, like, a whole different level, brother. And, like, also, you priest or whatever, diocese, whatever, shouldn't have been beaten either. Like, it doesn't mean it's okay. And, like, are you okay from it? No, you're in the church. You're in the Catholic church. You're not okay. Mm -hmm. So the reporter finds sister priscilla oh of Patty Zeno, you know, uh-huh of shoving patty out the fucking window uh-huh he finds her in a quebec apartment <gasps> quebec mon dieu she's fucking like 88 she's like hey it's me she welcomes the reporter into her home she does huh cuz she thinks she's going to be like praised for being like are you sister priscilla she's oh like, like i've heard some me. wonderful things <laughs> So she explains her life story and she's like, when she was 18, she joined the Sisters of the Providence to pr- to please her mother and to avoid having to get married. Okay. Oh, all right. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> At the orphanage, she loved to take care of the boys, the girls less. Right. She goes, some of them just to see your face and they hate you. Please. I'm sure they hate you. They're fucking scared. It's just very much like girls are harder to raise. Yeah. like Girls are bitchy. Can't you tell? am oh, like, oh my, my God. God. Uh, the reporter brings up how a lot of kids say that um, nuns had been really fucking cruel to them, mm-hmm. and she's like, "No." And then she's like, "Well, I remember one nun who was actually, uh, yeah, there was one bad nun." And then she's mentioning other nuns who were also she had heard were cruel. She's like there were a few bad nuns. Yeah, she says at one time when she was eighteen, so when she was new there, she became so angry that she shook a boy. Uh-huh. She says she felt terrible about it and she reported herself. And then the reporter brings up how um, a woman named Patricia Zeno said that a nun at St. Joseph's had pushed her out of a window. Yes, said Priscilla, pointing to herself. It was she. (laughs) Um, Yes, she pointed to herself and and said, said, yes, it was she? No, just like saying like, it was me. (laughs) (laughs) The reporter wrote, it was she. Oh my, I thought she was like, it was she? (laughs) She's getting cute? No. Okay. um, C'est moi. And then I think she pulls a like... Um, a broken English thing. <laughs> oh my! Because they go, it became difficult to understand her English at that point. <gasps> She's like, uh, uh, "Je sais pas. uh, uh, et, uh, uh, uh mm, <laughs> je uh. <laughs> d'accord, c'est moi." <laughs> um, she said that she had actually told Patty to get out of the window. And that the girl had fallen. She goes, when she blamed me at that, I could not remember if I was pushing her. Okay, yeah. She's like, She's oh, doing the whole thing. Oh, oh you're, uh, now you don't know te- verb tense? I don't oh, kn- you I certainly s- don't know verb don't tense. don't know if I push or... Uh, I, if I was pushing. Like, <laughs> sorry, Le Crump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that day I had Le Crump. <laughs> um, he, the, the reporter asks Priscilla why she thought uh, Patty would blame her. And the woman goes, What did she gain? I always said to myself, That girl wants money. That's all she wants. A child? <laughs> you always looked at Patty Zeno and said, She wants money. That's all she wants. <laughs> what are you talking about? I clocked about? that nine year old girl in the orphanage. She was a money. And by the way, clear as day English baby. <laughs> <laughs> she was, how you say, money you- <laughs> hungry. <laughs> Um. then she goes why did you ask me all those questions that would put me in prison sometime I hate this and the reporter goes no no one's going to prison Um, I know that sometimes nuns hit the kids but some, some of them like you had been just like young girls too like trying to get her yeah. to say yeah I was a uh, satanist yeah and Priscilla goes we had permission to kick the children hey I want you to write this down. <laughs> hey, write that down. We had permission to kick the children from who? So I didn't break any rules. We had permission to kick them. So just so we're clear. I'm not clear. On, almost I'm not clear <laughs> on anything. I feel way muddier now that we've talked. <laughs> so, I actually feel way worse now that we talked. <laughs> All right. Here's a woman who is in the middle of a deposition, Right. And this is how the trauma, this is trauma brain interesting. You know? Right. So she's in her 40s by now. So she's there for the defense. So for St. Joseph's. Okay. So far in the deposition, she's speaking positively about her time there. But then. Something cracks. The noodle slips off the plate. Exactly. The name of a particular nun is mentioned. Oh my God. This is a nun who uh, would do sewing with the girls. This nun has been accused by many of the girls of assaulting them. Oh, fucking Christ all of a sudden the woman becomes immobile and mute it was like she's having a seizure and the lawyer asks her are you okay and she says oh my god (gasps) he asks her again if she's okay and she says I remember (gasps) everyone freezes and she says I remember what that nun did to me (gasps) the woman said she remembered what the nun had done to everyone and that (gasps) she had done it to her too (gasps) Mm -hmm. so then she continues serving as a witness for the plaintiff (gasps) Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy God. watching that unfold, I remember what she did to me. Just the mention of her name. Mm-hmm. Cracks her wide open. Yeah. These dead bitties. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. <sighs> um... <laughs> Father Foster, and so he's a Monsignor at the time of all these depositions in the 90s. Oh. Um, They say he waits till the end of the deposition. He delivers an impassioned speech about all the sacrifices the nuns have made. Ah, there it is. Nobody was perfect, and goodness knows the children at St. Joseph's were not easy. The nuns had given everything they had and asked for nothing in return. Uh, so here are some files that had never been made public before by the church. (sighs) In the files, we see that Father Foster had recently been sent to St. Luke Institute in Maryland, where many priests accused of sexual abuse are, are sent. There he is. There we fucking go. In a report, the Institute said that Foster had severe sexual issues. By the time of the deposition, St. Luke had advised Foster should have no unsupervised contact with children. <gasps> oh, my God. Bishop. Engel, who testified that it was unthinkable in his day that a priest might assault a child was the one who oversaw Foster's case. They are, like... They are fucking clinically insane. Yeah! Like, you fuckers are clinically insane. It's truly, like... That's what it is. Like, it is for... It's a trial factory. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, like, Kelly LaCastion. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> we (laughs) (laughs) what to say much to think about (laughs) much to think about. I mean, it's just like they are (laughs) they're priests for a reason, you know, like there's nothing in this world with that many pedophiles in it. Like I, it's like a club. There's this guy, Dan Savage. He always tweets when like a new pedophile priest is like unveiled, (laughs) released. He's like, (laughs) if clowns molested children as much as, priest molest children circuses would be outlawed or something like that of like it's just constant yeah very few people go into a field where you can have like unfettered access to children yeah and and also like be told day in and day out that and tell others that you are god's voice on earth yeah that's the that's the the special part i think it's not just like it, this is what makes it different from the Boy Scouts, which is similar mm-hmm. <laughs> of like unfettered access to children. But like, at least you're not telling them I'm God. Yeah. Like I'm literally. If you're a church official, you are already in the kid's head. It is so easy to turn that into like, to benefit your own fucked up. It's, it's just the most evil thing in the world. And you don't have to do an, no time spent grooming. They come groomed they come you groomed. because like you're God on earth and yeah. kids who are brought up in the Catholic church, like believe in God. Yeah. And they're at the heaven and hell are real places, mm-hmm. they come primed and ready yeah. for you to be like, you believe everything I say, one. Yeah. And two, even if you think this, hey, this is wrong, no one would ever believe you. Yeah. Like triple E so. Heaven and hell are real, and I decide which one you go to. Yeah. Oh, I feel sicko. Yeah. Like, um, and the fucking keepers when he's like, she discloses to the priest or something that <laughs> she had her- been assaulted, molested. And he's like, God actually can't forgive you for that. Like, that's the one thing God can't forgive you for. Oh, no. So I have to do this to fix you. It couldn't be more evil. It couldn't be more evil. Yeah. It is like too much power for a person to have. It's insane. Yeah. Scary shit, huh? Okay. Look, uh, I wish I had a better ending. I wish it had worked out better for them. Yeah. Is the building still there? The building's still there, I believe so. Just empty, haunting us all? In the night? Yeah. I hope that they're thinking about extending the statute of limitations on things. Yeah. And I sincerely hope that people are able to, you know, just have people say like, that for sure happened to you. We all hear that and believe that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. I mean, part of that is sharing the story, isn't it? Part of that is raising awareness. Right. So (laughs) I'm going to tell you all to absorb the information and to spread it for real. But as for where you heard it, tell no one seriously. Bye. Bye.